0: State of the division for a Monday, uh, June 4th. Or Wait, scrap that shit. Yeah, it's scrap. July 4th. Shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> State of the division for a 4th of July. Talking American League East today. I am filling in. Got Sam Lucini here, who, of course, comes on for the L East a lot. And we're going to be talking about the finalists from this division who could be all-stars this year. You got an article going up uh, later on today as well. So uh, first off, I hear you're a little upset right now, just going through the process. You don't really like how all-star voting is, is decided right now, do you?
1: Yeah, so I've been going through for about the past two hours, just breaking down every single finalist and the stubs and that, that kind of stuff. And granted, we're only looking at the ALEs today, so we're not going to talk about guys like Kyle Tucker who are not on this list, surprisingly enough, but Yes, I am a little fed up with some of these selections because there are some guys that I really just do not feel that belong in this category. And granted, there are 10 players from the ALEs that ended up as finalists. There were 17 finalists, so that's pretty much the entire league. It's half the league at that point. So with so many of these finalists, Ryan, some of these guys don't deserve it. And we will get we will get into it and I'll let you guys know my thoughts all
0: about it. But it's going to be a good one today for sure. Now this is just me off the top of my head. We're going to start at catcher. Is Alejandro Kirk the only like worthy finalist here? If we really break it down, I, I think he deserves to be the all-star star. I think he will be the all-star starter. He's had a great year. We can talk about that first, but Toronto, as we're going to find out today, really showed out in the voting process.
1: Yeah, shout out to the entire country of Canada for that one. I would say the only other person that fully deserves an nod would be Aaron Judge. He's already declared as a starter because he was the highest vote getter in the American League. So we don't really have to get into him too much because we know how great that he's been this year. But yeah, I mean, Alejandro Kirk slowly blossoming into – Maybe the best catcher in baseball, man. He's been incredible this year, 162 WRC+. plus His slash line's crazy. His 3.1 war leads all of catchers. He's better than guys like Wilson Contreras. who's been great in the NL. Uh, But I think, yeah, he's got to be the starter, right? He's been great defensively. Uh, At the beginning of the season, we were talking about maybe a platoon job between him and Jansen, but now Jansen's been hurt, and Kirk Foley has taken on this role, and he's been the best catcher in this league. Uh, And we're talking about the AL East,
0: and he's been incredible this year, Ryan. You know, and they, they just promoted the kid, too. You know, Gabriel Moreno thought that he would maybe be the catcher of the future. And then all of a sudden, Kirk, I mean, just kind of comes out of nowhere to have the season he's had. Uh, definitely all-star worthy. Uh, the, the second catcher, though, the other finalists both come from the same division. Talk about your guy here. Another backstop that has a chance to start, although we think that Kirk will get the nod. Yeah, I think Kirk 110% takes this
1: over Trevino, but it's not taking away from the greatness that Trevino has brought to this Yankees team this year. It's more about what Kirk has been able to do with Toronto and with the stick. He's been one of the best bats in baseball. So with Trevino, what I love to see from him is that he's completely revolutionized this Yankee staff, right? He's been one of the best staffs in baseball, easily top two if you break down all the numbers and stuff like that the hitting that he's been able to bring to this team is really just the cherry on top. The, his 116 WRC plus doesn't look super pretty and doesn't stand out in that Yankees lineup because all they do is mash, but for a catcher, that's incredible. And like I said, he's been great defensively. He's been the best defensive catcher as in all of baseball, as far as pretty much every single framing metric. And he's been able to hit and the 29 year old, like, He's been incredible for them this year, and it's great to see. It. And they basically traded him for a bag of chips because they traded him for Albert Abreu. Albert Abreu got DFA'd, and now he's back with the Yankees. So that was a great cashman play. But yeah, Trevino, he's going to be the second guy for sure, and I'm super proud of what he's been able to do this year. Do you miss watching Gary Sanchez catch it all, or you know what? I didn't even think about that. Thank you so much. I'm just Trevino's been so good that Gary Sanchez is like just completely out of my mind, which is awesome. <laughs>
0: Uh, I miss seeing it uh, for sure. I miss, I miss Sanchez in the Yankees uniform. Oh, I know you did, Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so we get to first base here. Uh, you know, Vladdy, I think is going to lead a lot of all-star voting in his career. That's the type of star player he is. So it, it's no surprise. And even though I think there's more talented or, you know, first base, maybe having a better season, uh, he's still having a good year and, and that's just kind of what you expect to see. You expect to see, one of the faces of the league in the all-star game.
1: Yeah. And I'm perfectly okay with Vladdy being here. He's hit 19 home runs this year. He hit the 48 home run season last year, and he's still been really good. Granted, like you said, there's still some other guys that may be more deserving, uh, but he's still been great this year, man. 134 WRC plus is the fifth, fifth highest among all American league first basemen. So he's been good and he's been great. And he's a great young star of this game. And I know they want to promote the hell out of this game right now. Uh, but I just I don't think that he deserves it as compared to some other guys that we'll talk about later once we get to the snub section. But, yeah, he'll be
0: there. So, it's he'll whatever. Be there. He'll be starting. Yeah, uh, it's only, whatever. The hope is that uh, his, his second baseman is not starting next to him. Santiago Espinal, uh, somehow a finalist because, again, Canada just showing out. But that would be kind of a travesty if he ends up actually starting this game. Yeah, so I like what
1: Santiago Espinal has been able to bring to the Blue Jays. Yeah. They kind of had like a. I just like want to camp- say. I'm not Go trying ahead. to
0: fire shots at him as a player. I'm just saying as an all-star, you're like, all right. Yeah,
1: right. That's what I'm saying. But that's how it's going to be with a lot of these guys. Because look, all of these guys are ultra talented, some of the best players in their positions. But as compared to the rest of the guys that are out there right now, I don't really think so. Like Santiago Espinal has really – they got rid of that, like, Kevin Biggio hole that they had. They were trying to figure out the thing with Cabin Biggio. Santiago Espinal has been able to come up and fill in really nicely. He's been great defensively. But that 731 OPS is just a little bit bugging. And, you know, he's a barely above league average here. He's got a 105 WRC+, and he's a decent player. But I just don't think that there's any world where he should be in here over a guy like Andres Jimenez, who we're not going to talk about on the show because that's AL Central. But he's probably been the best second baseman in the American League, but nobody knows who that is. And the entire country of Canada voted
0: for Espinal. So – He's there, and that's fine. That's what oh. we're going to say about a lot of these Blue Jays players. Who is the other finalist? Jose Altuve. Uh, Altuve, that's what I figured yeah. Okay, So, so. Altuve, Altuve should still uh, avoid that That actually becoming a, a thing here where we have to talk about Espinal as a starter. Bo Bichette at, at shortstop. There's a lot of good shortstops uh, in baseball, a lot of good shortstops in the American League, even one uh, in the division that we'll talk about in snubs. But Bichette is uh, playing for a Canadian baseball team.
1: Yeah, so we're going to continue on with the uh, Canadian baseball thing because they love their Blue Jays, and that's fine. Shout out to Blue Jays fans. You guys are great for voting for your players, but sure. there's sure. just no way in hell that Bo and his 299 on-base percentage deserves to be in the All-Star game. Like, the best shortstop in the league plays in this division. Like, for 2022, plays in this division – And he's not even a finalist, which is absolutely insane to me. Um, I mean, he's had an 806 OPS in his past 39 games, and it's fine. But he hasn't been great this year at all. He's a really slow start, and I think that he's going to pick it up, like, over the course of the season. He's going to be great. But there's no way Bichette deserves to be here. Not a chance. And who's he going up against in the voting? It's uh Tim Anderson. So Tim Anderson was out for a while. And I think Tim Anderson will be able to snag that unless Canada goes crazy again, which, Hey, I'm not going to count them out at this point because they've
0: gone nuts already. But I think Tim Anderson should clear that. I, I think that I know they're, they're putting this to a second round of fan voting, but, I think the beauty of having the finalist is you avoid some mistakes happening. And so, you know, maybe Major League Baseball can kind of finagle the voting uh, without telling us to maybe avoid some of that. If Canada is just showing out, I don't know if you still need some of these guys to make it. Uh, A Red Sox, as we're going to talk about the snubs, uh, a Red Sox that was snubbed, we'll talk about later. But one that was not is Rafael Devers. He's been great this year, and yeah, uh, I think God. he deserves to start at third base.
1: Yeah, thank God that he's here because I probably would have freaked out if, like, Matt Chapman was here or something. You know what I mean? I mean, his he ranks as the fourth highest player in WRC Plus in baseball at 169. Uh, he's never been a great defender, but he's been a much improved defender this oh, year. Yeah. He, he only has negative three DRS, which is great. And Devers, he could be on track for an MVP-type season. He just mashes, and I know he wants to get paid. Boston. Pay hey, this guy immediately. He's one of the best third baseman in the league. It's so difficult to decipher between him and Jose Ramirez, between who's going to start at that position, and that's going to be a hell of a battle. But Rafael Devers will no doubt be on this team because he's been one of the best players
0: in baseball this year. It's funny because I, I I didn't forget about Ramirez, but I forgot about him in the context of this voting. That is kind of tough, and there yeah, really is crazy. no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. Yeah. If anything, let one of them play shortstop. Um. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> we get to the outfield here. Uh, a lot of So there's six finalists. Right. And four of them come from this division. Uh, East Coast bias at its finest. Aaron Judge, though. I mean, what, what do we really have to say? Obvious we, starter. We uh, yeah, uh, there's not really much that needs to be reiterated. So you got him in there. But then you also got fellow Yankee young Carlos Stanton. Does he deserve to
1: start? Um, I would say yes because that's my favorite player, but I'm biased. So I'm going to say no. Uh, so Stanton finally healthy this year. He's played 65 games and he qualifies for this outfield spot because he's played a ton of games in right field, which is great because he's been like primarily this DH guy, but now he's ended up splitting time because Judge is now playing center. He's got a 141 WRC plus. He's hit 20 home runs. He's got 53 RBIs. I could run through the stats for days. He hits the ball ridiculously hard. He's got the highest backs exit below in the entire sport. So he mashes, and it's great to see that he's healthy and can contribute at this kind of level for an entire season. So the two of them hitting together and just mashing is the funnest thing to see because they're six six and six seven and they're absolute mammoths on a baseball field and watching them play center and right together is the funnest thing ever but I don't think you should start
0: I think he should be on the team uh, but he will he'll he'll be there for sure. You know, it's good to see them actually play him in right field because obviously I got to see him up close and personal in the NL East as, as a Marlin for all those years. I also live in South Florida. So I watched him, and I never felt like he was a bad defensive player, not necessarily a gold glover, but has an absolute cannon of an arm, and I'm sure that's still, uh, even a couple years later, I haven't been watching him as close to his use, is still there. So that, that's good to see, and, uh, you know, that those two guys, obviously a huge reason why the Yankees have been the best team in baseball this season. Uh, George Springer. Uh, you know, actually, why don't we cover both of them? You got Springer and Guriel, uh, both in the final. I I guess Springer's not as egregious. Uh, Guriel, though, I don't know. So, so this Blue Jays team continues to dominate voting.
1: Yeah, Guriel shouldn't be here, flat out. He shouldn't be here. You guys are going to read my article, and I literally said in it that there is no way in hell that he deserves to be here, like whatsoever. I mean guriel has got a 121 WRC plus. It's decent, right? He can hit, but he's a terrible defensive outfielder. He's got negative 14 outs above average this season. So Guriel, not a chance. No way should he even be here. Springer, there's a case for, he's got a 132 WRC plus. This is his first like real season after he left Houston with Toronto. So he's put in a solid campaign, but again, I you just cannot convince me that, you know, Springer or Guriel is better than, you know, guys like Buxton, guys like Kyle Tucker, even Taylor Ward, who's only played 56 games. But I don't think that either of them – I I think – well, Trout's there, so Trout's going to start, right? So I don't think either of them start, to be completely honest with you. I think Stanton ends up, like, dominating that voting. And I think he'll be the third outfielder. So I think it'll be Trout and Stanton with Judge.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's the case. Is Buxton the, the sixth finalist? Buxton isn't even there. He's not even there? Not even there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess there's not a lot of Twins fans. So uh, yeah. I guess that's I think that the uh, when we get to the AL Central portion, maybe we're going to do this tomorrow. I'm not quite sure. We'll I'll talk to Jack about it. Uh, that'll just be a lengthy snub uh, episode. And I think that yeah, might be how pretty much afraid, that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get to some of the snubs in this division. Uh, and we already kind of alluded to him a lot. Xander Bogarts. He should oh, be I'm the starting hot. shortstop, right? Oh, I mean, I'm hot. I'm pissed about this one. And granted, I am a Yankees fan.
1: The biggest Yankees fan you will ever meet. I could walk up to Peter Apple right now and say, hey, Pete, who should start a shortstop in the all-star game for the American League? He would tell me Xander Bogarts. He's also a Yankees fan. But Xander Bogarts has been crazy good. He has the highest WRC plus of any shortstop. He's got a 399 OBP, right, 399. Like, there's no way. So here's this, right? So you got Bo Bichette and his 299 OBP listed as a finalist. And Xander Bogarts, 100 points higher in OBP, isn't even on the list. And I think that's insane. And Bogarts has been crazy good this year. And even defensively, he's 15th in all baseball among shortstops in defensive run saved. He's been a terrible defender for the longest time. But now that he's league average, he's actually providing some value to that. So, And and he's the highest. he, He has the most war among any shortstop in baseball. So, yeah. The best shortstop in baseball isn't even a finalist, and I'm angry about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the thing about Bogarts, I, I think if you look back at at really his career here, the, the leader in F4 uh, among shortstops has been Lindor because of the defense. But Bogarts, you can really make the case that since he debuted, he's been the best offensive shortstop in baseball. Uh doesn't get nearly enough love. And then you talk about this all-star voting, and I always like to see the all-star game kind of represent the stories of the season. This Red Sox team had a terrible start, and thanks to guys like Devers and Bogarts in this offense, they've got back into this division. They chased down this Blue Jays team that has a million finalists, and yet Bo Bichette could be starting over him as Bogarts has to come off the bench and enter the game in the third inning it's just not right. It really isn't.
1: Yeah, I think it's insane. And you know what? One one guy that I don't have as a snub is J.D. Martinez. I didn't put him on here because it's Shohei and Jordan, because really, who's going to beat those guys? But J.D.'s also been cracked this year. So that three-headed monster of Bogarts, Devers, and Martinez have been so good this season. And like you said, they really chased down this Blue Jays team, and now we're the second-place team in this division, which is insane. So Red Sox need more love absolutely need more love
0: they didn't get any love it looks like in the voting and it's supposed to be a big market Where, where's where's Boston at here? right maybe, exactly maybe they were too distracted with the Celtics in the finals or something <laughs> in the, early stages of the voting uh you know sometimes hey you know you, you get other stuff going on uh final couple snubs here we got some Yankees to talk about but Yankees that are having really good seasons I want to actually start with Rizzo uh I, I think that this is a player that you know he was out in free agency for a while where where the Yankees going to get Freddie Freeman. It kind of seemed like that was what was the holdup. They eventually just decided to settle on Rizzo. And this is a guy that I think recency bias when he was a free agent, people were were kind of talking like his career was, was over. He was on the wrong side, the back nine of his career. And he's had just a ridiculous season this year so far.
1: Yeah. He wasn't awesome with the Yankees last year. I think he was like barely just above league average hitter, which isn't bad. So when Rizzo came back, it was very deflating because you know, everybody's out there. We want Freddie Freeman. We want to trade for Matt Olson that kind of stuff. And we didn't get it either of those guys. And we got Anthony Rizzo and now he's 22 home runs deep. He's on pace for like 43 or something crazy like that. He's been a better first baseman offensively than Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And he's a premier defensive first baseman. So I think that that's a snub. I think, he, I think he should make the team personally. I think it should be, him and Ty France over Vladdy, but like we talked about earlier with the promoting the game aspect of everything, Vladdy's going to be there. But Rizzo has been incredible this year, and I don't think he's getting that kind of love just because of how great Aaron Judge has been this season.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's distracting away from him a little bit. You're, you're the third guy. I don't even know. I guess if we go up and down the lineup, is he the third guy to, to Stanton in? And uh judge there or is, there I would,
1: else? I would say third guy. I mean, this year he's been a better hitter than Stan. So I would say right now he's like the second guy, but yeah. obviously Stan's the premier name. Uh, but
0: I, yeah, I want to say he's the third guy and that's in a lineup full of studs, you know? Yeah. And I'm looking right now, last time Rizzo made an all-star was 2016 when they won the world series. Uh, so that would be a pretty good story for him, you know, six, seven years later here. To, to find his way into the All-Star game again and in a different league this time. Uh, and then you got Torres, Gleiber. Good year so far. Yeah, I, I butchered that. Did I get it right that time? Because I butchered nah, it pre-show. I, I got it wrong so. again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think oh. so. <laughs> oh,
0: go ahead. Tell me how it's done, man. Tell me so how it's done.
1: It's Glaber. Glaber. You know, oh, you know, <laughs> like Labor Day, you know? <laughs> like Labor Day. Glaber.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's bad. It's bad. Right. If I don't see him every day, I don't hear the name every day. Sometimes these names get me, man. It's bad. I, I should be I'm better just, than that. I'm
1: just going to send you a message every day with, like, the pronunciation yeah, of Glaber yeah. every single day. Just Write it so out phonetically it. for me. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I need a broken down. Yeah, I'll do it for you. I almost uh, just
0: said the Yankee second baseman to avoid that. Question, <laughs> it's, it's all good.
1: Whatever, man. Uh, but, yeah, Glaber <laughs> Torres. Last year, I hated his guts. I thought he was, like, a war criminal for how bad he was. I mean, he was legitimately one of the worst defensive shortstops in baseball. They actually put him there today and he had there. So there's that. So his kryptonite is playing shortstop, but at second base, he has the second most defensive run saved in baseball among second basemen at seven, which is crazy. This defensive turnaround has been insane for him. And at 13 home runs, he is the second most home runs at, by any second baseman as well. So he experienced a complete power drought last year after hitting 38 three years ago, which was insane with the juice ball. And I I want to say he only hit nine home runs last year, but this guy's back and he's mashing any. He, The craziest thing is, Ryan, is he has a lower WRC plus than DJ LeMayu by two points. So either of them could realistically be put in this snub category. And yes, Gleyber Torres has been better than Santiago Espinal in
0: 2022. Of course he has. Now that you mentioned mentioned that 2019, though, I am quickly looking for his splits because I just remember that. That was the year where he destroyed Baltimore, right? Yeah. Okay. It was insane. So I got (laughs) it right here. He hit 394 in uh, against Baltimore in 2019. 467 on base percentage, slugging percentage over a thousand. Thirteen of his home runs came against the Orioles, and I actually want to go to the ballparks too because I remember, yeah, seven of them at Camden. Oh wow, so six and six in Yankee Stadium then. Uh, crazy though, how much he destroyed them that year. I, that might have been like the craziest season of one player against one team I've seen in a really long time. Yeah, it was
1: insane. And now literally every time that Glaber gets up to. Gets up to the plate against the Orioles. We're like, oh, it's going to happen again. It's going to hit a bomb. Wasn't like that last year, but this year, I think he's actually been pretty good against them. So, <laughs>
0: which is They're, great. Yeah. The ballpark got a little bit harder to hit in, but uh, yeah. you know, the Orioles pitching did not. It, it's still a, a staff you can take advantage of. Well, uh, it, it was great going over uh, this article we're going to have up today talking about this as well. So make sure uh, you check that out just baseball.com. Tomorrow, AL Central. I guess we're gonna go through a lot of snubs, probably. Andres Jimenez. There's a ton that we can talk about. Arise, Luis Arise. That's another one. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, you know, like we said, East Coast bias. But hey, if you're if you're covering and watching teams on the East Coast, sometimes we appreciate that bias a little bit too. So yeah, we do. <laughs> That's right. All right, that was today's state of the division.